0: The Creatives Podcast. Hi guys and welcome to the first episode of Bus Series. I'm really excited and just to give a little background into what this podcast will be about before we jump into uh, the topic of this episode. It's really for creatives by creatives and I've been saying this because I really wanted a platform that people in the entertainment industry in the art creative industry can come and listen to and hear other creatives talk and discuss um, their journey their issues or pro- the pros the cons and everything in between so that's really what this podcast will be about so i hope you guys enjoy each and every episode so this episode is actually about music and we'll be talking to two up and coming DJ slash producers, um, uh, Matthew and Jared Lee. Guys, go ahead and introduce yourselves.
1: My name is Jared Lee. I am a DJ and producer and all around you know music
2: entertainment person. Hi, uh, this is Matt Camps, aka <laughs> Matthew Campbell, aka soca camp guy. Uh, Matt Camps Radio.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, that's me. <laughs> Yeah, the, 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 the. resume. right? Yeah, uh, (laughs) suspended like three times on Twitter. you're
0: gonna drop that in there.
2: Yeah, follow me at MattCamps underscore on Instagram. I'm not coming back to Twitter.
0: You're not?
2: Anyways, let's (laughs) move (laughs) on.
1: Okay, (laughs) okay, this
0: is, we'll start, okay. Before I jump into anything, I'm going to do an either or. Most obvious one, girls are gully.
2: J-O-P-B-S-A um, Yeah, everybody knows where I'm at camp sports, you know, you know what I mean? Is it? MADCAMPS, really? are I'm not. I'm not. i I'm you not.
0: You're the
1: You're
2: MADCAMPS. All right.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm sorry, sorry.
0: <laughs> No, man, go off. Spice our ladies up. Dancer. Dancer, yeah. What I
1: mean?
0: Like...
2: You see when you the music, you see what I mean. You can't you can't compare, you see yeah, no, no,
0: This no is same. why it's not my No, alright, personal taste wise.
2: Like, like spices are a generation, Lady Saw
1: is that generation, you see? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna so, I'm gonna be honest, like really, I don't know enough of Lady Saw's catalogue to make a fair choice. Is that too.
0: <laughs> really?
1: <laughs> really? I mean like aside from like the classics you know, I mm-hmm. can't like you know like oh I know enough, enough spice song, you know what I mean?
0: Well, that's kind of true. Well, I I think the reason I know is because she's she sings a lot about women's songs, like mm-hmm. you know. So I personally go and look for them.
1: She was like Megan The Stallion of of yeah, of, of, back in, of back in the day.
0: Exactly. So you know when you're driving, not even you're driving, you're around your your, your you, you go and listen to Spice Up or Man and a them them Problem, you know. Mm-hmm. So all right, next one. I feel like i gonna one. I feel like you guys are gonna say it's, they're different. But Sean Paul or Shaggy.
2: Sean Paul easy. Why? Yeah, I grew up on Shaggy um Sean Paul, <laughs> sorry. Like the first album where I ever like rinse and repeat, dancehall album that is, is um The Trinity by Sean Paul. Like I remember just playing Zelda and uh, Sean Paul me playing at the background. Just beer Sean Paul. Mm-hmm. You see me? I remember when we used to watch um one in park every week and every day, sorry. And when Paul reached number one with "Temperature," like that was just massive. You know that that was just mm. a big thing for Jamaica and Jamaican culture. You see me, so like Paul is really an inspiration. I even did um, you know, a tribute. You can check out my SoundCloud for that for the Paul testimonial.
0: Definitely. So what about you?
2: But yeah, it's actually
1: very similar for me. The Trinity, the Trinity album was the first dancehall like CD that I remember that I can accurately pinpoint that I had mm-hmm. in my position that I would listen to when, when, I, when I was a kid you know what I mean okay. and yeah so just knowing how it, I just felt like Sean Paul has always had the biggest song for so long you know you, you know what I mean and then it was whole for cool moments in time and then growing up and then understanding how big sean paul was from a wider context like knowing more about music business mm-hmm. and sales yeah. and numbers and them type of thing they're like what sean paul and shaggy too you know what i mean no yeah. no to like shaggy but yeah, sean paul, what sean paul was able to do was really incredible in terms of like his crossing over crossing over and yeah just yeah. The, si- the size of his superstardom. you know what i mean
0: so you think sean paul was bigger than shaggy
1: um
2: I in the 2000s, I think yes.
1: I think that the peak of Sean Paul was probably the l- longer than the peak of Shaggy. Yes, I'd say that. But yeah. I
2: can't. I like, I don't like to compare artists and all that. It's facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, like not to yeah. compare, but like just at but least like, from mm-hmm. my you perspective. Know, Shaggy in the nineties was just
1: massive. And, and then, Shaggy, and Shaggy then, went diamond in the yes. physical era. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So
2: that's massive too so yeah like we're not trying to discredit Shaggy oh no it's
0: not discredit we we, we grew Mm -hmm. up on Shampa
2: and it's you know that's just that's just who I
1: identify more with yeah Yeah.
0: Yeah. I feel like it's comparing them is not in the sense to try to not a value judgment yeah it's not like say one's better than it's just to compare their careers to see for, per, for you guys personally who impacted me, obviously I think Sean Paul would have impacted us more in this generation because we're all the same from the same generation. Because I remember growing up on temperature, too, so that's not really
1: surprising.
0: 10 um, million
1: physical units, 10 million yeah, that's, 10 mi- that's that's how you go diamond for, t- for so,
0: temperature. No, for oh.
1: Shaggy, Shaggy sold 10 million physical units, Oh, you know, okay. and he went there, that, and that's.
2: Yeah, that's, you know what that's, I mean that's that's why, that's why in the 90s Shaggy like you can't compare crazy, yeah, I you know. mean I, I know there's shower but I don't even want to get into all that like, mm-hmm. yeah. so before we I even mean,
0: continue the next one because there's only one either or left but do you think that we can go back into that because with the new generation of Dancehall like um, do you think we can have another international star like that selling that much and being on the billboard with that impact do you see anybody that can make that
2: maybe i cannot say yes i cannot say no but i can definitely say maybe because now that coffee has a major record label deal it's definitely Yeah. yeah it's definitely attainable because once you have a record label behind you and a lot of people notice you and are paying attention to you because it doesn't it's not just going to come by releasing good music like Mm -hmm. you definitely need a record label behind you to be going number one to be number one on billboard having number one albums it's not going to come by just sitting down in jamaica releasing music
0: Mm -hmm.
2: you know you might you might try and think about bob marley but it's much different now you know and bob marley was much more political and you know message spread worldwide so it's kind of different now and you know maybe coffee is the only one i can say might you know reach there because you know nowadays dancehall artists them really care about more than girl money murder yeah you know we um
1: i'm to say so i think that now it might not be attainable right now but any can can draw you know what i mean and jamaica not jamaican artists are really talented so i'm saying i'm thinking that like in the future now that a few things have happened that show that like major label entities are once again interested in talent from jamaica not just yeah. with coffee but with other artists as well like you know um indignation signing the label deal with rca which is way different than mm-hmm than just an artist signing to a label, you know what I mean? So now Indignation as a label has more backing behind them to kind of refine the formula that was working for them already when they didn't Mm -hmm. have that that greater support, you know what I mean? So these things will have like ricochet effects Mm -hmm. that might align another Jamaican superstar, you know what I mean? But it's also the market is broader. Mm-hmm. now than it was back then as well, you know. So it's yeah. you know, it's hard to it's hard to say for it's hard to say for sure.
2: And okay. um you know, like you never know how far, you know, a, a younger artist like Leela and so can go. And also, yeah and I, I, I love lila Yeah, and I yeah, everybody does, you know. Like and it's like yes they don't know when like another artist with a vision like Sean Paul will come along where it's like they they make it a goal to be international they don't just they don't just come onto to the scene and then they're just like oh we just want to make some we just want release some we want you know do this and do that i mean like you can never know how far like Cranium can go because Cranium is very big in the states you know if people don't know like Cranium i've
0: realized like i like, i don't remember which song it was but he was on a song with somebody and i was like wait a minute i didn't know he was actually like over into this market like, yeah and
2: he on a song with like tory lynn's you know mm-hmm. like like yeah we can yeah i know that song that song but you know and it's all about like uh, having artists that have it a goal to try and be international because you're not going to be international if you just a release song and just wonder this wonder that you know you yeah, have to make it a goal yeah, i feel like the shampoo I'll definitely say all right yeah. My my definitely I do good locally, but I feel like we're the international market operators, and it, he, he that shows by him doing a lot of pop artists and you know features of pop artists and you know international rapper rap artists, R and B artists, you it, name it, you know. It's also about good management, that yeah. and like just
1: having a team, you know what I mean. So which is why, I um I feel so good about like The Indignation Collective, because mm-hmm. the team that they have built, they seem to have like a very well oiled kind of machine going on over there that okay. is of the quality to make full use of a star talent. You get me? Mm-hmm. So, you can also say so the same of of Coffee, you know what I mean? Yeah, Where like you know, it she's extremely talented, but there are a lot of extremely talented people in Jamaica, so there has to be other things that align, ha- yeah. To yeah you know what I mean make the whole thing work because a major like a superstar artist is a is a whole in, is a mini industry in themselves mm-hmm. you know so when Sean Paul was huge he had a management team and him having backup dancers and him having this and him, that and mm-hmm. him, you know what I mean and it's a whole thing it's that like comes a together
0: by itself exactly yeah so what about because I've realized obviously I think everybody realized that Spice is trying to Go into more well, more international mm-hmm. and Shenziel, um, and Shenziel has her team, mm-hmm. um, and, mm-hmm. um I'm I'm not fully aware We're of Shana. if Spice has like a team like that. Well,
1: Spice has a team, but she's Spice is also definitely the one steering the ship and okay. most of the creative decisions um come from her, I believe. Okay, sure. yeah, okay. I don't think so though. Okay. Which is great, you know I mean? Because Spice is doing is doing a thing, like in terms of yeah. like even her own, um, the amount of work that she puts into her craft. You know, like when she, whenever she performs, she have like she and her backup dancers have coordinating themed outfits, and yeah. it's always a it's always a thing. You know what I mean? Like I remember one time Spice come out, you know, one of them they call it like a palanquin like, this, like the throne that man Oh, carry. and she yeah, come I out on that. the throne and she has seen on herself well, 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 yeah you know what I mean yeah. so like that's a part of the thing too your live show half a bit mm-hmm. crazy you know what I mean I
0: never mean, actually finished a game. Going so to. the game so the last two so see dance out.
2: yeah people 24 <laughs> 24 24
1: 7 <24, laughs> lo-fi needs to chill
2: and study too <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, yo, I joke, dan- I always, people, people always ask me that question, like, yo, the, the answer to that question is Reggae. February to April, oh, okay. soccer. May to January, it's Dancer.
0: So it's seasonal for you.
2: Like... Like when I get into the soccer state of mind, I just love soccer. I
0: lose I just I get lost so into okay.
2: soccer. It's like a soccer brainwash. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 but like seriously, like I'm just in that state because like you know like I trying to always you know pay attention to what's you know going on. So it's like if I say all right, I'm gonna make soccer camp. No, if um that's like February early soccer camp, and I'm gonna try and make a dancer mix or mm-hmm. be listening to a bag of dancer when i know i have a bag of soca events coming up you see me because
0: okay so you like you zone into yeah, soca
2: because like during soca season it's not very hard to to pay attention to um dancer you know like you can pay attention to dancer and know which songs are hard because if you play at a dancer event or even a so- or a soca event you can you can definitely still play Good, you know, a, a good dancer I said, but it's 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 very hard if people haven't noticed to play a great soccer set. And
0: really?
2: Yeah. 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 Why do you think? Anyways, I want. Okay. Won't go.
0: Well, I don't personally. I don't know. I'm. I just. I don't know the details no. behind it because when I'm at a soccer party, it's easier for me to enjoy the music. So it doesn't seem from my perspective that it's hard. I mean,
2: why do you think that there are? Is like six big soccer DJs in Jamaica, like, mm-hmm. you know, i not be a common name, but, <laughs> like, you know, there's the True Lantern, you know, there's, um, mm-hmm. you know, Marlon is an MC, Brush One is an MC, um, you know, narrative, you know, like, a lot of DJs are trying to cross over into soccer now, but, like, you know, it's, it's, you really have to stay in that zone to really do your best in that, you know, and that's why I, I try and just keep, soccer on my mind 24 7 during soccer season mm-hmm. so that next year it's like everybody i look forward to me playing you know mm-hmm. but at the same time I always try and keep that balance with the dancer because if soccer season is only like you know three months then about the rest of the year but mm-hmm. you know i still do dance a so lot and okay. you know but that's why I'm trying to get out there and get fly out go to caribana Oh, you said fly
0: out? Oh, yeah. no, no, no.
2: Yeah, trying to be like, you know, 12, 12 months a year is soccer, easy. Yeah. Maybe my answer to soccer versus dancer will be soccer when I'm playing soccer every day of my life. Yeah. Also, when you're full fledged soccer DJ. Yeah,
0: I'll, I'll, I'll
2: say, alright, yeah, man, yeah, man, soccer. Soccer is paying the bills, so I'll say soccer, yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> So for some, for, um, what's actually interesting from what you say is because I, like I said, I did not know that DJing toko was hard. For somebody listening, that's basically in layman's terms, what part of it is hard? Like, can you explain that?
2: Well, for me, it's easy. I, I can't, I can't lie about that. For me, it's easy. Mm-hmm. But oh, like just
0: natural talent. But <laughs> no, but like
2: I mean, I know I know it sounds away, I know it sounds like, I it sounds like so, oh I have a ego or something like that. But nah, it's like like when i just used to start going to soccer events mm-hmm. you know I used, to, I used to really enjoy it and then eventually it just it just became kind of you know um one what do you call it like a one lane thing like it just yeah. like you kind of just predict everything that's going to happen you see I me mean? and you know that just gets old really really fast you know yeah so it's like as a, as a casual, like, you, I consider you a casual soca fan, right? Yeah. So you go to a party probably once every two months. A soca party once every two months, mm-hmm. right? Like, you're going to hear a regular soca set and you're going to be like, oh, I enjoy this because, you know, you like the song, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But you see, for, like, the dedicated soca fans, you know, they, can, they, they, they love soca to a point where it's like, you really have to please them. You really have to play certain songs at the right time. You really have to mix in songs a certain way. You mm-hmm. really have to... If you going to play some crap over, you play the crap over. If you going to play um some anthems, you play the anthems like everybody. I clap them, on them. Play, yeah. play the play the run up and down type stuff. Mm-hmm. You have to really do it right mm-hmm. to to make it the best experience. You see know I mean? And I really, I really take that seriously. And I and at this point it's easy for me because it's like I just know what to do at the right times. Mm-hmm. Maybe some people might disagree, but like. You know, I'm getting to that point where it's getting easier for me to, you know, perform.
0: So, hmm I think it's I think for you it's because you love it. So it's easier yeah, to Yeah. Alright, so I feel like the next thing that we need to talk about is COVID and how you guys have been <coughs> dealing with that and adjusting to it. Um Matt, I feel like everybody can see how you're adjusting to it, which is a good thing. A good oh, thing. Might I'm yes
1: you've been starring of the online space, I got, you know? yes,
0: sir, the people's DJ. The people's
1: DJ. hmm
0: So, um, how did you adjust to it? So, basically, did you have to, um, you can talk about the jobs that you're supposed to have mm-hmm. and got cancelled. How that affected you, and then when you saw that it was affecting your business or, your, or what your 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 passion, how did you bounce back from that?
2: Okay, so how it affected me, um you know, like it first started when like I, I was just hoping that we'll get our first kiss, and they're like, "Oh well, it's just one case you kind well can still keep mm-hmm. and I was booked for two events, I can't recall which two. But I know that, like I was supposed to play at the launch was supposed Thursday, and I think the first case happened like the Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I played at my the last event I played that was like offshore, and that went well too. Like they were like offshore. Mm-hmm. I probably played my best set. I'm not even joking, you know. And offshore was so great that I was looking forward to playing at New playing at um all these other events that I'm booked at. You know, yeah. even offshore I got the flyer for the for the um Jamaica um pop up and park thing. Yeah. And uh, you know, and I'm on the flyer because I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I, I was I booked for that. that so it's like I, I was booked for so many events that you know I'm, I'm I I've you know I've been waiting for, you know this kind of time to you know be booked for a lot of events where i can prove myself for different sets of people because like the america crowd is different from the uic crowd and the uic crowd is different from the exodus crowd like you know in the soccer space it's very you know diverse yeah. diverse in terms of the people that go to different kinds of events and even the bacchanal crowd i did play at the bacchanal um the first bacchanal mm-hmm. street thing i don't remember the exact name but you know that went well as well so you know it's good to play for different crowds. so it's like it was really disappointing because you know i really wanted to prove myself but you know i understand um Mm -hmm. you know covid all that you know nobody's saying that them should just keep everything the same way but you know i had Mm -hmm. had to adjust because you know at that time you know i pretty much said to my workplace my nine to five that hey i'm not really feeling this right now basically you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I said to them yo I kind of just want like a month or two off you know for the mm-hmm. soccer season basically and um, and then COVID happened so basically have a nine to 95 and then the DJ okay. thing get mashed and if the, for the people that don't also work at dub club and then dub club get mashed
1: so mm-hmm. it's like
2: that's three sources of income cut down to zero instantly and nobody could have started yeah. coming so how that affected me is that, I, that really just put me on my toes, so like, I'm like, what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, alright, I have to start streaming, and I, like I, I, I right away, I'm like, alright, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, right? Because, you know, obviously, other people started streaming right away, some of them went well, some of them didn't go so well, and I wanted to make sure that I did it well, you know, and um, that's why I did my like, research. You know i tested out with um i started off with what's the name of that one on twitter the periscope yeah i started oh, off with periscope. Oh, see, the platform yeah i started off with periscope um like streaming through my desktop and you know setting up everything and you know that start that started off well but you know i just wanted to make um choose the right path and then periscope um wasn't so bad it was just testing out then I, move to Twitch and mi um Mixelar at the same time so I would stream audio and um visuals then I started off. Like after I held like the first soccer camp live because soccer camp is my brand where I just play soccer and seeing that it was soccer season mm-hmm. after I did the first soccer camp live I'm like alright well you know I kinda need to do something for the other people. Like yeah. it's not just soca soccer season. It's mm-hmm. still like like February through to April, around April Easter time, that's still party season. Cause ochi weekend is mm-hmm. not just not very soca if you get me. So I'm like, alright, I need to do something random, and then that's when I did the you know the I don't have testimonial and if you start. Why you started that by the way? it was random i'm not even joking it was random mm-hmm. like after after soccer camp live i was just like oh yeah if anybody want to hear something random like i do on a stream or something yeah um just let me know and then like that tweet got like you know 50 retweets 100 and something likes mm-hmm. and i'm just I, i'm just like all right so people want to hear this mm-hmm. you know so then i just like i think it's like the sunday or so it was like the monday so it's like the sunday i just sat down and you know, put together the songs and all that, and I'm like, alright, so I can do this, and then you know, I put out the flyer, and you know, the rest was history, you know. Um yeah. History. Yeah. yeah hashtag I, Like history. literally. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that went well. I don't have to, you know, go into all the details. Who knows? Who knows? Um, You can check it out on my song code. Mhm. For the live. I mean, didn't
0: didn't did, um I that was when
2: I don't I came on right? Yeah, I don't. I literally tweeted yeah. multiple times. You can still check yeah. his page. He was like, he was like, he was like. That was pretty really big. That was pretty yeah, really big. Yeah, like it, it was, it was surreal for me because it's like you know, I just, I'm just a random dude doing my thing, just paying tribute to idol. Yeah. Because you know, on Twitter, people are very disrespectful towards idol. You know, even and, though him and the baddest thing. Yeah. Mm. And it's just like, come on, fam. So I just had to do that just to, you know, show people how oh, idol is big. Yeah. But like back to how you know I am coping with it. So like, yeah. you know, I just to use that and you know even throughout that um <clears throat> i learned testimony as much as you know i'm trying to push i'm trying to um do that and show the passion through that it's like you know at the same time hey guys you know mm-hmm. there's the paypal if you want to donate right, right. <laughs> you know so i mean and i guess yeah, i make a bag of money off of that zine but that paid my rent for that month you know Wow, okay. I mean it's not it's not. I'm I'm mean, just kind of cheap. I like more, no, <laughs> but, but like I'm just no, saying no, that, no, a no, thing, no, no that's, that's a bill. That's, that's a Yeah,
0: bill.
1: Bill. Exactly, that's, that's a
0: bill. Fair. Yeah, like no, but that, that, the fact that, that you could that people were that yeah. supportive of yeah, you, yeah, exactly. that's a really good thing, and that's you know, a testimony to your to what you were doing and to yeah, show that, so, and that like
1: you don't have a qualified statement,
2: bro. DJing paid my rent, full stop. Yeah, that's good. you do not need for
0: water, though. Yeah,
2: and you know I'm really grateful for that and i'm glad how that went you know um and it's not and it's not really about the money Mm zine um so really and truly when i you know did that i'm like all right well i can you know keep doing this so like that's when i started you know trying to come up with different ideas and Mm -hmm. that's when i I did um i did the girls night in next week i think i
0: remember that one
2: yeah did the, the girls' night in? Um, the women were very supportive. Yes, of
0: course we
2: were. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I did the Clash of the Century. That's Mavada versus Cartel. I didn't really feel it. Didn't really feel right doing a Mavado tribute. So mm-hmm. I did. I did. I just did the Mavado versus Cartel. That's literally Mavado and Cartel mm-hmm. straight for three hours. That's on my SoundCloud as well. And yeah. the thing is, I tried to for the people that that don't really like the live thing. I tried to just upload everything to my SoundCloud. So, like, I do all these live audios and I just put it on my SoundCloud so that anybody can listen. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I even did, after that, I did the shampoo. I think the shampoo was the last big one that I did. And then after that, I kind of just cool off and I mm-hmm. started just, you know, doing regular, like, freestyle mixes and stuff. And, um, yeah, that's how, that's been pretty much how I adapted. And who wants to donate, donate. Like, so mm-hmm. SoundCloud has a little banner, or whatever you want to call it, that says, oh, help out your artist. So, you know, it's like yeah. help out my camps and the other day mm-hmm. i just wake up and i see somebody that sent twenty dollars wow. like just you know like <laughs> it's just random music. me so it's like the the like the different platforms like SoundCloud you know they help the creatives even like when they started like there's something you call dj pools where mm-hmm. like, you can just download your music um you get like promo it's promo music and you know they started out by giving you, like a month for like a dollar, you know, and that's and that's why I, I can't just download a bag of music for free, got off a bar bottle about google a bag of things. Mm-hmm. You know. So, um, that's how I've and, you know, the different platforms have definitely helped me and Twitch has also done great with through the SoundCloud partnership, but I won't go into all of that. Mm, um You
0: can if you want to, you know, 'cause this is, this is a but, space for
2: you <laughs> I mean, you know, like through having a SoundCloud um, membership, yeah. you get a free Twitch partnership. Yeah. Um, which pretty much normally on Twitch you would have to you know work to get to that point of partnership, but mm-hmm. Twitch past that part where you have to get a certain amount of followers and a certain amount of this on Twitch, so that you can start monetizing your stream. So that's that's a good thing as well. Um, wow. Okay. But you know, obviously. Obviously, being suspended again was a huge I setback. I don't even
0: understand what's going on.
2: <laughs> but like, yeah, like it's it's a huge setback, of course, because you know my audience is mainly Twitter. Yeah. Um. So you know it does suck. Like that's like, and I won't, I, I don't forget into all of that on Twitter and blah, blah about Twitter and all of that. But you mm-hmm. know, and I I've, I've I think I've um done pretty well to adjust. But I feel like yeah, I've been talking takes, for a while so I'll
0: stop now. No, but that's fine because you're telling your story and I really admire how you adjusted and you adjusted pretty well. Um because you in my opinion you kinda created an experience with each <laughs> with each like um life, it mm. felt like an experience. So even with the girls the girls night and the single artist, it's when you were listening to them and then you were on the timeline, it's like that like it was a proper, proper party, virtual party experience. I think uh, I, have, Michael, I haven't listened to all the virtual parties because I we'll do really have time to check out all of them. But the ones that I, did, I think you did it really well. So, thank you. Yeah, you, you did address pretty well, in my opinion. So,
1: yeah,
0: you know, how has it affected you? Has COVID affected you and how have you adjusted?
1: Um, well, so COVID firstly caused, you know, Kingston locked up to close. So since I managed up there with my father,
0: yeah,
1: automatically like that was one mm-hmm. source of income and also like, but also time that was no longer, you know, being used and then the curfew also reduced like the amount of things that you were able to really get done Mm -hmm. even if you were still going out you know so i decided that i was just going to stay in and just really zone in on my music production so during covid i really made more music over a short period of time than i've ever made before and that culminated into a few different things where I released a short EP of remixes mm-hmm. um on Soundcloud and Audiomack. It's called Cabin Fever, you can you can check it out. And I also curated a playlist mm-hmm. of Afrocentric music I would say because of all of the social unrest that's also been going on. So mm-hmm. I wanted to Collect some songs that ex- that were that en- that encapsulated feelings that I wasn't able to really express verbally and so I linked up with the artist um, Joshua Solas and he did the artwork for the playlist it's called Black angst mm-hmm. and you can find that on Spotify Apple music and Tidal and it's just and it's going to receive regular updates of just you know music that is relatable to the black experience or talks about the mm-hmm. you know, feelings that you know, like a multitude of feelings that we experience yeah. just as black people, not just bad feelings, but also happy feelings, you yeah. know? Yeah,
0: sort of black experience.
1: Right. And yeah, so I've just kind of been really investing in myself mm-hmm. as well as doing things to set up my apartment because I had just moved back to Jamaica, so I'm still trying to get right. certain things yeah. going for um, where I live as well. and. You know, luckily I have a job where I work remotely, and mm-hmm. that was still around during the COVID time. So I still had that and a couple other streams of income that didn't get affected, mm-hmm. luckily. So I was still able to kind of just work, just work, just stay home and work through it, mm-hmm. and only go out for the essentials.
0: Okay, well I think based on both of you and other crises that I've speak spoken to, I feel like the silver lining from COVID which is to get more time to invest in yourself and invest in your sure. art and explore what you're capable of. Definitely. Because,
2: um, uh... I, mean, yeah, I was going to make you finish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was just waving my
0: Yeah, so invest in yourself. Um, you, I don't remember what <laughs> I was going to say.
2: Yeah, um, <clears throat> I was just saying that like, yeah, investing in yourself is definitely something that's important. Um, shout out to Danny Lander on Twitter for lending me his webcam. Mm. Um, but like, I've also like bought a mic stand and a you know mic for my desk so that like it's easier for me to you know talk while I'm you know streaming. Because like the thing the, the thing that's different about me now and me before COVID is that <clears throat> now like doing streaming, like I talk. Like if anybody knows me before this whole thing i literally never talk Mm -hmm. like i have an mc you know i never talk not even talking so you're exploring
0: stuff that Mm you yeah Yeah. so
2: like no i've 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 tried to work on that side of the you know djing where it's like all right guys you know or you know shout out this or do this or you know or you know to try and make the experience interactive because Mm -hmm. it's not it's not easy to yeah, keep people' attention by just playing music, you see me? Mm-hmm. And that's, um, that's why I feel like, you know, maybe a lot of other studios may have failed. Where it's like people just find it difficult to keep an audience or keep people listening. Um, but, you know, definitely I've explored that as well as um, producing. Like, I've actually made my first production
0: really? of music.
2: You know, but I won't share because it's kind of trash. I feel like everything I I do is trash, until, you know, I. But that's
0: the thing. Practice makes perfect. Yeah, exactly. And you sure. have to start somewhere.
2: So. Yeah, and I, and I know and and you know I set a goal that like in two years, I'm gonna produce with or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just just look out for the productions. You know, manifestation. Yeah, manifestation. Yes. You see me. So, I I'm definitely working on that, and you know. In terms of investing in myself, I definitely, I'm just trying to improve on my craft. I mean, I cannot tell you that, oh, during this time, I've been, I've perfected the craft. Because really and truly, I have not touched my equipment for the past two weeks. I have been demotivated. I'm not going to act like, you know, I'm doing great. But, you know, it's, there's a balance. And I know that this week coming up, I'm going to go back into it. And I'm going to... You know, download more music. I'm going to try and make some remixes. I even made like a, I even started to do little, little edits. Like I did a um, Yang. Yeah. I did an intro edit to where you know it's easier to transition into that song. Cause it's kind of weird to just transition into a song where it's just the artist just has talk right away. You know. Mm-hmm. So I started to do those little intro edits and you know get into different things and make mm-hmm. things more easier for myself. Or do
0: better you know mm-hmm. well yeah you see practice makes perfect we have the time now we have the time to try all these things and all the stuff that we weren't necessarily good at or we didn't think we were good at so that's that's like I said the, the silver lining in my opinion because really actually that is how I even end up doing this podcast because I have way too much time because mm-hmm. um, I do event photography and obviously no event not keep Right. so my time cut down to basically no, because my week was just event photography so mm. one, one question I want to ask you guys what in your opinion makes a solid song
2: music is subjective music, music is subjective, is subjective. Yes. Right.
0: should I ask my yes. genre then we'll, we'll,
1: we'll, I think that any, once the song accurately captures
2: a feeling that many people can relate to it's a good song I don't I don't even feel like that. I just feel like <clears throat> music is music mm-hmm. and people should enjoy music. I enjoy all kinds of music from R&B to trap to dancehall mm-hmm. so to reggae. So kind of there's like a
0: specific like, element like, you look for?
2: I just I just like music that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Like Mhm. It's that simple. Do you
0: listen to lyrics? Because I re- I ask some right. nowadays. It's just like
2: you know, it's just you, like some, ah. some like some people like
1: liver, even though liver is trash. You know what I saying? Liver
0: is not trash. Liver
1: is garbage. Like...
0: Liver
2: is delicious, but... All right, like, but <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like you see, if you listen to music with a closed mind, you're mm-hmm. not going to like a lot of things. Like you just not. And I even, but, um, I I just thought about this yesterday that people digest music differently. Some people listen to listen for the lyrics. Some people listen for the melody. Some people just listen for the like instrumental. I think I probably lean more into the instrumental part of the listening, unless I'm listening to like somebody like Kendrick or something. Mm-hmm. But like, it's really all about how the artist like mixed in mixes in like the melodies and the cadence with the instrumental for me, and you know those kind of so things. But like the at the same parts. time, yeah, more the the delivery and all that. But like at the same time. I not being knock An artist with just is all about lyrics, but like at the same time, i um, in nowadays. To be honest, it's more about your delivery and less about what you're saying, you know. Because mm. you could have be saying the most powerful stuff in the world, nobody wanna hear that if it sounds boring, you know. That is true. But shout out J Cole though, you know. J- <laughs> shout out J Cole. Sorry, Wait. I have to do it. I have to do it. <laughs> jaco is cool now though he, he be doing trap now i see him he's been he's
0: doing trap i haven't listened his last no, album what?
2: canada, canada 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 or whatever that is i don't know shout out jaco oh. i stop slandering jaco i just shouted it out because you know it's jaco yes.
0: personally i don't know i know i only listen to one of his albums to be honest and i like that i don't remember the name because i was no.
1: like what do you listen to usually
0: um wow So, I like lyrics. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually have to know every lyric in a song. Bars! So, if you see... Like, I listen to a lot of female rappers. Mm -hmm. Because, I don't know why female specifically. I don't want to say I have anything against men. But...
2: No pattern. I mean, that's hot
0: right now. You, you that's can hit true. Me. It's cool to hit. It's me. cool to hit. Me. Well, like, okay. <laughs> I hate men. Honestly,
2: I yeah, I, I, I don't you know, like. I thought this. you were going to say female rap. is hot. Oh, <laughs> no, no, but um, yeah, at um, there, the there are some dope female rappers. Yeah, at the same, heart, same time, yeah, to, yeah. Even, even in um, like the first, I, it was like this was a first stream. It was like a practice stream actually. Like I did a quarantine in the trap. It's just a like, rap music. Yeah, mix right. Like I even in the live audio, I said like we needed female rappers mm-hmm. to give us a different vibe you see me because like Meg, she like she has some six songs so much. like i even like Saweetie you know Saweetie or whatever so,
0: Saweetie.
2: yeah and of course like Cardi won a grammy she deserved that grammy it doesn't matter if she wrote the, all the lyrics or not i think she deserved that grammy you mm-hmm. know so like the female rappers definitely deserve all that they're you know mm. get all the attention they're getting. City girls, shout out JD, all that. They have a new album.
1: Like, yeah, like
2: you know. Big freaking bag, old five six. <laughs> <taking> Yo, it, <laughs>
1: dog, dog. Like
2: it's it it it, 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 six, it like it's a, like it's come a on, man. <laughs> like yeah. we need like like we needed more of that. We needed more of like women.
0: Yeah, for real. We
2: love women.
0: Yes, like we need like
2: we needed women yeah listen yes, it it, <laughs> but, um, seriously like like w- i don't, i can't imagine what music would be like right now without a lot of these female rappers because yeah. like it would be, like i i would probably get a little bored like i mean i do feel like a lot of these female rappers are inspired right now like meg is definitely oh. doing her damn thing like so, so mean, you actually
0: listen to Meg?
2: yeah i i, I listened to um hot girl some of the no the, what was it it was the album or ep or mixtape um, the, the last one, one? The one with the fire up on it or whatever. Like the the album the, the cover art was like fire or something Why like do I that. I do not remember the name. But I I didn't l I listened to her E. P. thing the other day too. I mean
0: Sugar.
2: Yeah, that wasn't so bad. But like Savage is a, is a banger. You know, you hit yeah. number one that deserved number one. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, um I really the thing, You think you see the thing, thing right
0: now with them is like they bring a whole vibe. They bring confidence.
2: Exactly. They make
0: you feel like you know, even, I feel like the men uh, too. They, they just make you feel mm. empowered. They make you feel like you can actually do what you need mm. to do. Cause you know, when you're in the car and listen to Megan, you feel like it, I personally feel like I can fight somebody.
2: We needed more. We Talks needed more and <laughs> Yeah, we needed more females. Like, cause like even in parties, like at least I have a reason mm-hmm. to play hip hop in parties now. Because like hip hop was so stagnant. Where it's like I yeah. feel like I feel like I'm taking a risk by playing hip hop, but now I can play hip hop, and then when I play, reaction. yeah, when I play like um real ass big, fuck, you see yes. girl my no. you see me? And normally it's just like every girls I stand up in at the party and I, and vex, you <laughs> see me? 'Cause they want to hear some dash song I'm gonna hear you know this or they, they, they wanna want hear that, <laughs> you see me? But now that you can play hip-hop for women, too, is, like, you can please everybody now, you Mm -hmm. know? So, as a DJ, I really love the women, you know? And as a regular person, I do love the women. Uh, you know, no misogyny over here, you know?
0: (laughs) Alright, the last question, um, what would you have told the younger you that just starting out, like, just discovered that you like what you're doing now, and you want to pursue it. What would you tell yourself?
1: Practice even when you don't feel like doing it, and do it once a day or something like that. Do you know? What I mean, stick to a schedule and do it when you don't feel. <laughs> you like do doing once it once a day, no. I try. You know, what I mean, I go a couple. I break a couple of days sometimes, but mm-hmm. like, I really try. Have been trying nowadays to really be like yo. Um, making you know I mean like when I got into my 2020 June folder like I'm trying to have like 30 mm-hmm. beats in there or something you know I mean something yeah. close to that or like you know 15 to 20 you know what I mean cause mm-hmm. like I'm at that point now where like I'm trying to like have like increase my output mm-hmm. so you know like was it like April I think yeah April I think when I, when I go into my April folder like there's like hella beats in there you know what I mean so I'm just trying to keep Consistent. The so the younger me <laughs> you know what I mean I definitely remember going weeks without opening my music production program you see yeah. me so definitely if I was really doing it mm-hmm. when we never feel like doing it <laughs> I would yeah. have gotten better more quickly yeah.
0: yeah so how about you Matt?
2: I feel like I'm just unorthodox like I don't know like but breaks are <laughs> important you a know, mm-hmm. like alright like for example like Jared would say um you know, practice when you don't feel like practice like I can't do that, you see me? I just I just go to the, I just go to vibes. Like you know what I used to do a lot? <clears throat> this is like this is really how I got into DJ and this is really how I start to practice more often. Every time I used to go out, the DJ was shit. So I used to pr- go home and practice. Come here and say, Yo, me can play better than that. So I'ma go home I'm and use that to inspire me like it's all yo know, to me <clears throat> to me like but you still practice often though honestly i don't Are i don't not? i really don't no i really <laughs> no bro, bro. <laughs> yo literally every time that i have opened my serato and have played music with my equipment i have live streamed Like that's how i feel nowadays like like I feel like I can't play for myself. Like I can't play in my room by myself and practice. It's so hard for me because it's like I want to be out there. I want people to listen to me. Like I want to improve. Like that, that's why normally, like if I am practicing, quote unquote, it's because I am trying to make a new mix to put on SoundCloud. So I'll just do like a first draft of this dancer mix. But how many mixes do you have on SoundCloud? A lot. i mean i guess i guess i guess you could say that to them because like but hold on i probably release a mix like once a month you see me so it's like you stick sticking to a schedule i I mean what percentage
1: of DJs have the same amount of mixes that you do and what (laughs) level and what level
2: are those people that are putting
1: out that same amount of work
2: i mean (laughs) i mean right you see i feel like it's much different for djs um but at the same time i would never tell a young dj to not practice as like to not practice as much as i do like like mm-hmm. i i don't practice as much as like yo for example like cashmatic i know that cashmatic i practice once a week for a couple hours for the past couple years from in, in a high school you see me i yo cashmatic probably have the ten thousand hours or whatever mm-hmm. you call it for master of the craft in the craft i feel like i probably have a thousand Mm -hmm. but that's because like i feel like i just constantly using inspiration like i constantly be listening to like black Chinese mixtapes from back in the day i constantly will listen to like um like, you're just some sit mixtapes, yeah, like sani, but that could be considered as practice. Yeah, I feel like practicing as well. But so,
0: so, your technique basically is different. Your technique and how you go about practicing or improve, refining yeah. your craft is it's just you,
2: inspiration.
0: So, you listen to different mixtapes, mix and yeah. I feel like do you do multiple drafts of, of the like a playlist?
2: Yeah, like, first, like, you know, um, I definitely try to get like a playlist down. Then I get try to like um do like a first draft, so like I mix the songs together, mm-hmm. and then like secondly, um I just listen to it a lot. That's what I would do. I okay. would listen, I would li- like I would make a first draft of like a dancehall mix, for example, and I just listen to it like because like, I work a nine to five. Yeah. Let's say I just do the mix like do the first draft like the Monday. I'd listen to it all week. Okay. Like, all week, I got to work. On my way to work, I listen to it. On the yeah. way home, I listen to it. On lunchtime, I listen to it. And then you it. pick out what you want to yeah. change. Yeah, and then what I want to change, what can be different, what can be fixed, you know. And then, Saturday or so, I do it over. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. Okay. Upload it to, to SoundCloud on Sunday. You see okay. me? So, it's like, I don't, like, I don't really... People like that's why I call my mixtapes freestyles. Like, I, I, I people are always call them mixtape. Oh, Macam's dance mixtape, but I'm like, yo, I have never released a dance mixtape. You want to listen to a dance mixtape? You can go to YouTube, type in Black Chinese CD Killer Volume 5. That is what you call a mixtape. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a lot of post production and that a lot of you know different things and dub plate and all of that. I am literally just mixing my songs together, making it sound good, and I put it up on SoundCloud. That's what I call a freestyle. So
0: your technique is more playing it by ear and and actually refining the specific thing that you're working on. So instead of just doing random, well, to to you, it probably feels random, like random practicing to the side. Mm -hmm. You actually work on refining whatever it is that's in front of you.
2: Okay. So, and then like you know like, I, I will think of an idea like you know like there's certain little transitions you can think of that sound amazing like I'm like oh wait yo I just had an idea mm-hmm. so like even like that's why I like to live stream just random music like because when I just live stream random music I'll be like wait I have an idea like I had an idea the other day like um you know just gonna mix like even though the song is old Mm-hmm. and like breeze is like old Them song they're all i'm gonna just say that the i play the music i mean i said wait i have an idea and like me i drop a bomb, and then i ma- have this bomb effect so yes yeah. bam 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 boom mm-hmm. like we just have them like a um, them little idea that when me ma- mix live and it's all about inspiration like when you're listening to like big up like chromatic big up all them Monday. you see me like like so a lot of these guys they really have some sick things like even the other day like i swear like um when him is from A team he releases like a live audio like mm-hmm. when they just like COVID just start and like right away like that that was that has been my inspiration throughout um yeah COVID because that just sick and it's live audio so if that is live audio and that is the level that him can play on live i want to be there but at the same time in my own way you see mm-hmm. me so I want to take some inspiration from that, but it's not like I'm going T for transition. I'm going do this, I do that. Yeah. I'm going, you know, pay attention. You see I me? Mean? Like you have to always be paying attention to what everybody else is doing, but at the same time, focus on yourself. Because if you just focus on what everybody else is doing, you will never get to where you want to be. Because you just seeing where it all, you know.
0: And you gonna compare yourself. Yeah, you
2: can compare yourself yeah and yeah that's i feel like that is like a big demotivator for other people if you just compare yourself to everybody else because if i did just keep on if i did just um like for example like soka camp mm-hmm. 2019 if i if i did release soka camp 2019 last year and i probably don't want to get like one goki i probably would have put it down i probably would have put down soka and mm-hmm. and put down music overall like i probably say yo this now or what i meant, like from 2017, I released soccer camp, I released a baga dancer, mix 2018 soccer camp, 2019, and I said, alright, no, I kind of just want to be out there, you see me, so, mm-hmm. if, like, you just have to try and just manifest, you see me, yeah, like, but it not going to happen overnight either, you see
0: so, me, so, so, you, you basically, what you've told your younger self is to, that you would have, it gets, you'll get better, and, mm-hmm. with time, and, not to compare yourself with other people and yeah,
2: that. as okay. well as don't think about the money, really and truly, just don't think yeah. about the money. Don't think about <laughs> money mm-hmm. because, <clears throat> to be really honest with you, let me just put this into perspective. I put out my first dancehall mix. All right, my first mixtape was like this EDM mixtape mm-hmm. in the summer of 2015. Then I put out my first dancehall mix on my birthday, October 2015. And I made more money last year um last year's soccer season than I ever made before from 2015 straight up to then
1: mm-hmm.
2: like and that's just a lot of people that just don't want to pay or they don't want to pay the price you ask you know them you know budget tight or you know you just not getting to play at certain places or you have to do like um certain things for exposure, yeah, but like. The money will come but at the same time don't sell yourself short
0: so i think this has been a really really productive um talk and insight into you guys um, craft and a little bit into the music um scene in jamaica so thanks for coming guys so i really enjoyed talking to you
1: yeah man respect thank you for, thank you for inviting us yeah, yeah. thanks for having me too
0: Make sure you're tuning for the next episode of Boss series. If you like this one, you'll like the next one. We air twice a month, so that means the next one is gonna be the week after next. So thank you so much for coming out and listening to the first episode. I'm Ashley Sage, your host, and we're out. <laughs>